guess who's bet? Bet again. That boy bet. Tell a friend. Guess who's bet? 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 That boy, Ben. Hello, we're here live. Episode 23, F Boy Ben. I'm your host, Young Mantis. To the bottom of me, we got a belated birthday boy in the house. Number 24, Colin McCoy, the Siberian Husky. That's a big dog. I'm sure you got 24 belly rubs for your birthday, huh? Yeah, pretty much, man. I'm just getting petted like a dog all day. So That's amazing. That's how it should be. 24 ear scratches where you're at it. Now, we got a very special guest in the house. We got a, a, a Ball State favorite, soon to be an Indiana favorite. We got uh, wide receiver Antoine Davis. Antoine, what's up, bro? What up? Thanks for having me on. A slight flex already, right into it. I mean, look at you. You were in the tight depression shirt. I know you're in a flex. I should have known that. Yeah, I'd be flexing if I had cannons, too. <laughs> got Mantis some. got the real cannons, man. Same <laughs> <laughs> fucking thing. A steroids. Bent roids. Pretty much. You know what they say, Antoine. Witness. Yeah. You had that since like middle school or yeah, I definitely took my uh, my pair of Nike Elite socks and champs back in eighth grade. Nice. <laughs> Antoine Davis, for those who don't know, he is entering the NFL draft this year. He's getting ready for the combine. He just has pro day at ball state. And I've been working out with him for I think two months now. He worked out at Pace Academy in Westfield at the same trainer. Can't lie when I first met him, I was intimidated because he seemed like he was like just working his ass off and didn't want to talk to anyone. But here we are now. We're playing Warzone. We're on a podcast, and now we're uh, cheering him on for the next level. So, Antoine, man, for those who don't know, you have a very unique story, how you grew up and how you got to where you are now. Do you want to uh, start from the beginning? Yeah, I'll start. Um, so, basically, my mother had me at 15, and my grandmother basically raised me. So, uh, up until, like, freshman year, sophomore year, uh, it was me, my mom, and my brother, and uh, my grandma. And uh, she passed away uh, after my sophomore season. And that kind of like took a toll because that's obviously basically was my mother figure and that's my mom's mother. So she held everything down. So it was kind of rough for a little bit. And I basically just took it upon myself to uh, go go on my own. I told my mom to take care of herself and uh, my brother and I'd figure it out. So I was bouncing around from my friend's houses uh, for a while. And then I finally uh, ended up staying with my friend Kylie Rolls and his family for a while. And then uh, going into my senior year in high school, um, I met my friend Austin Atkins and uh, we got real close in his family, kind of knew my story. So they ended up taking me in. And then um, uh, after my senior year in high school, I didn't have really any, I didn't have any offers. So my friend that was going to D2 Lincoln, he hit me up and I just said, hey, can you help me out? Send, uh, go, uh, send my highlights to your coaches when you're down there for your visit. They liked it. So they gave me a shot and I ended up taking that. And then, so after that, you would eventually to walk out into Ball State, right? Yeah, so I had my first year at Lincoln. I did good. I was like an All-American and stuff like that. And then uh, I about winter break of that year, 2015, going to 2016, I found out my brother had got put into foster care and my mom wasn't doing good because she was in and out of like a drug rehab. So I had to take a lot of things into consideration and it was just my best interest to try to helped me uh, get closer to home. So I ended up getting my transfer papers and uh, reaching out to Ball State and they offered me a walk-on opportunity. Uh, so I walked on there for 2016, had to sit out a year because of the red shirt rule, uh, the transfer rule. And then 2017, um, my first year eligible, I started 
And then that summer and the 2018 summer, I got my scholarship. Then 2018, I played a game. And then right before we played another Dame or second game, I broke my foot, which was horrible. So I was out for that season. And then I came back strong 2019, started. And then I actually got an extra year of eligibility for the medical red shirt. So I was able to play this last year uh, in 2020. And we ended up winning the MAC championship in the uh, first bowl game in school history. So it was awesome to go out like that. That's crazy, man. That's a hell of a that's a hell of a ride. Yeah, definitely. And then a, uh, a plus uh, in that story, like um, I ended up helping reunite my family and stuff like that. So my mom's been clean for like three years, and uh, she has a house with my brother right now. And she's uh, just actually got a manager spot at uh, a dollar store, so she's doing all good. And I still stay with my friend uh, Austin Atkins and his family. So I just have a huge like extended family, but everything's all good. And not a lot of kids that age can go out on their own, you know, and and kind of. Uh, accomplish the things that you've accomplished and get to where you've you've gotten so that's uh that's pretty special for sure definitely I appreciate that yeah I just kept God first and then I've always had a hard work ethic so I just always had tunnel vision and knew what I wanted to do so that's the two things that really kept my head on straight and uh, led me to this point for sure were you wanting so when you were you know in high school and stuff was your goal like NFL or was it was it just kind of you just want to play football and and, you know, that kind of just led you to playing in high school than, than in college or how what's kind of been your your goals that you've been working towards? Definitely. since I started playing football really since I was five. That was more like neighborhood football. And then I didn't really get on a team until I was uh, nine years old. My grandma got me involved in the program. I'm actually originally from Maryland. I lived in Maryland until I was about uh, in seventh grade. So I played from the time I was nine and just always had like a, a real hard passion for it. Um, I just wanted to take it as far as I could. And this, the more I got older, the more I envisioned stuff, I've always just wanted to play in the NFL because I just feel like, obviously, that's my dream. That's my passion. And then uh, going on to now with everything that I've been through, yeah, I can actually be a testimony to kids that like grew up like me and just give people hope. So it's just, it's more than a football game for me because, obviously, I'm going to do what I love, and that's my passion, but it's actually going to like help like the youth and younger kids out and show them that like if they stay focused to keep God first and stuff like that, they can make it too. So definitely uh, it's basically uh, two birds and a one stone type of thing. I would say when you're like, do you find yourself when you're like training and stuff and, and, and trying to, you know, get into the league, do you find yourself using uh, your experiences growing up and your past as kind of like motivation and, and fuel to kind of, you know, keep, keep pushing and, and try to out outwork the person next to you. Oh yeah. I definitely feel like I use that as motivation. Um, it's always in the back of my head. And if I ever feel like I get out of bed or I'm tired or I'm running some sprints and I'm starting to get gas, I always keep that in the back of my mind. That just keep gives me an extra like overdrive thing to keep on going. So I don't ever have to uh, be in that position. And eventually in the future, uh, when I start a family, they don't ever have to worry or struggle for anything. I think sure. one of your secrets to like wired. Like why you're so athletic and so gifted. Not people, not many people know this, but I do. You eat Chipotle every day. You talk about it all the time. <laughs> Never missing more Chipotle. Nah, but yeah, I've been uh, since I've been training from like pro day. I had to eat really healthy and uh, really cut like all the bad stuff on my diet so I could put myself in the best position to perform on pro day. So uh, my agent was uh, obviously helping me out. So instead of going to get meals and stuff, which can kind of take time because I have to commute an hour to go train. I would just get a Chipotle bowl or a burrito uh, every day after my workout. And 
you know, I always have to go with the double meat because if you, if you go with one scoop, they're going to give you like two pieces of chicken, you know? So <laughs> I, I'll just pay, I'll pay the extra $80 for uh, another scoop of chicken or steak. Boys got a lot of whole, whole lot of meat on them. <laughs> Dude, Chipotle is fire though. That's, I, that's totally understandable. I can find- Hey, goal number one is they make the NFL. Goal number two is that free Chipotle card for a year or for whatever. Yeah. And they need to stop scamming people. Double meat needs to be the standard. They just want to give you like a little, a little slice of meat every time you ask for it. <laughs> Dude, I went through a drive-through Chipotle the other day because my app wasn't working and they were closing size. So I ordered the drive-through and I was crazy. Like, sir, you can't order. You just have to pick it up. I'm like, what are you gonna drive-through for? They look at me like I'm yeah. a dude. I don't know why they have that drive-through just to just pick it up. Like, it would be convenient just to order it too. <laughs> I mean, Chipotle, here in this, let your fucking drive-through window be drive-through accessible. <laughs> I didn't even know they had a drive-through window. Few of them do, yeah. Yeah, really? the West, the Westfield one does yeah. right next to the Pace, yeah. But it's like it takes like two seconds to build a bowl of burrito, so it's not like I'm a saying, big deal. Man. The dude put on like a little city, you know, is like, all right, so you said chicken, lettuce. I'm like, dude, do you know how I got drive through? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Here? Oh, so you got one piece of chicken. <laughs> yeah, you, you get one piece, yeah, you know, like a little bit of rice. Like, oh gosh. So when you when you get the double meat, don't you kind of just feel like this is how I always feel. I'm like, when you order double, don't you feel like you're just probably getting the portion that you actually should be getting, like normally? Yeah, like, definitely. What you're paying for? They should definitely like just like I mean, look at a person like an average person is not going to eat that small scoop they they give, and then like for steak, it's like almost four dollars extra. I'm like, dude, you just gave me probably like four ounces of meat like, with double scoop. Like, come on. <laughs> exactly for what you're paying, it's like, come on. Load it up, baby. You got some notable numbers, man. So we'll start with the match championship game. You had five catches, 69 yards. You like that number? Incredible performance right there. But what's even better is your pro day. Um, I don't want to say it for you. Do you want to say your um, numbers for the fans? Oh, uh, yeah. So the first thing we did was bench. So I got 15 reps at two, 225. Then for vertical, I jumped up to gym. More than <laughs> um, vertical i got a 38 uh 38 inches you know jumping like jordan yeah. <laughs> and then uh broad jump i got a 10 2 then on, on the 40 you know they say i clocked a 4.65 but i feel like i got gypped i need them to you know go go re- rehead and watch the video but it is what it is i ran fast so i'm happy with that and then the short shuttle i got a 4.37 the L cone drill, I got a 7.01. And then for uh, routes, I went 13 for 13. Uh, caught all my passes, ran clean routes, and went real, real smooth and real good. Hell yeah. Some big nice. numbers. Is there a uh, particular, like, player growing up that you try to emulate your game after, or you just kind of see yourself as your own guy? Yeah, definitely. I like to uh, pull pieces uh, pieces from every, like, like top receiver. But I would say uh, Stephon Diggs because uh, in Maryland growing up, he actually played uh, – and like the upper weight class division, upper uh, older kids uh, like division. And I got to see him play at, as like a, a young kid and just grow up into high school and then college. And eventually now he's playing in the NFL and he's like literally like the best receiver in the NFL. So I just try to pull uh, stuff from him because growing up, seeing him where he came from and where he is right now, it really inspired me. Nice. It's amazing how much he's changed from having Kirk Cousins to Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Quick shout out to my trainer, Ryan Coleman. Now, Ryan Coleman is a personal trainer located in Robertville, Indiana. You can find him at, at RyanColeFitness. Tell him Manson sent you via DM, comment, whatever it may be, and you'll get two free personal training sessions from him on him, or really on me. So hit up RyanColeFitness, 
located in Broderick, Indiana. If you want to lose weight, gain weight, gain muscle, whatever it may be, he's a perfect guy to get your health and your mind in a better place. Here's an interesting question. You're 5'10", correct? Yeah, 5'10". And, right. some chain, and some change, and some change, and some change. All right. So we'll and a couple of scoops of meat. <laughs> so you're five ten, uh, uh, times four six, whatever. It's not official yet. Would you rather be six foot or run a four four? Ooh. I would really say. Or have six. or have my physique. What? I think your physique out of anything. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get like you, man. Ugh. Trying to be bent. <laughs> Well, you might get more money to... and such, but everything else goes downhill. Hey, hey my releases might be better. <laughs> Just the natural curve of the body is going to throw him out of whack. They're going to be like, whoa, which way is he going? Yeah, like, dude, if Philip Rivers had my body, his, his throw would be complete. Just makes sense. <laughs> oh, for sure. It'd be fluid. So wait, would you go six foot or four or four? 40? I would say, I would say six foot, really. Just because, I mean, height really doesn't matter. I guess it's a hard question because, like, I feel like with the 40, some only some people translate. Like Tyreek Hill, that's somebody you can look at and say, okay, his 40 and his game speed, it's relating. But a lot of people, like, for example, I, uh, Jerry Judy caught a pass against Ole Miss like two years ago, and he, he outran a safety that ended up running a 4-3 at the combine and ran faster than Judy. So I just feel like if you're in that – if you're in that close range with the 40, I feel like it really doesn't make a different difference. I think it's all about the game speed, but I'd probably, I'd probably just go with six foot and a little four or five. That'd be good. I'll take your word on it. That's actually, that's actually an interesting point. I never really, you know, I'm sure that that actually makes sense because too, I feel like in a game, you know, when you got somebody chasing after you, I feel like you can also sometimes probably kick it into like an extra gear. So I don't really know, but I would imagine to your point that that's probably a little bit different in game. So, yeah, especially like you're, I'm never going to be in the three point stance again running a 40 yard dash. Thank God. But like, it's just not realistic. It doesn't really translate to the game. Like, some people it translates, but for a receiver, it's really all about getting separation and getting open. Like, you can run all as fast as you want, but can you stop on a dime? Can you get in the open zone? That's what it's really all about. So, I just get, you just got to really take uh, into account of all the things you need for a position. And I feel like receiver, if you got some decent speed and can separate, uh, what's going to really, really take your game to the next level is route running. Because if you can run clean routes and know like when to change the tempo and stuff like that, you'll definitely be like a top receiver. Like uh, Devontae Adams, he's he, – I mean, I'd say he's fast. He's not like a 4-3, but he's definitely fast. But it's all about his routes. That's why he gets open so like quickly and so good. What's kind of the process looking like for you and what are your days, you know, just on the daily looking like as far as training and all that stuff? How's that kind of laid yes. out? For the last, like for the last like two months, it was really a, all combine type training. So just preparing to be explosive, fast, and lean for the test. Um, I really felt like I was in track practice a lot of the times because it was really just to get my running form correct. Because when I first came, I had no clue. I had to like forget how to run because uh, the forty and stuff like that. All those drills are really technique. It's not really about how like fast or how hard you can get out. It's really about like the technique to it. So. I would just say it's a lot of explosive movement, like uh, directly like correlating to the drills. Uh, but for now, now I can really focus on football stuff. Uh, uh, I'm a receiver, so I'm going to be working on like cone drills, top of the routes. Um, I pride myself on route running, and I think I have good routes now. But like 
if I want to be elite, like you always have to uh, keep working on stuff. And that's what I think what separates me is I'm, I'm a hard worker and like, I'm not just because I'm good at something, I'm not going to stop. I want to be great at it. So I'm just going to keep working and uh, work on any weaknesses, any scouts or coaches think I might have just so I can clean everything up. So a lot of cone drills, a lot of catching stuff, uh, maybe uh, getting uh, with some uh, NFL players like Krishan Hogan. Uh, I've been texting Willie Sneed just to give me advice on uh, what stuff, uh, what stuff I should be preparing myself and working for. I'm glad you said that. One of my questions was like, who are some like professional athletes you've been like getting advice from? And Willie Sneed or Sean Hogan are two great receivers, two local guys too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're really nice guys. They're really humble and real cool to let me be able to reach out whenever and uh, get quick replies. Cause you know, I don't, depending on who the guy is, some guys may give you some advice, but those guys are really like uh treat me like family like they're not gonna slack and they're gonna give me the like the cold truth and they're gonna get back to me they're not gonna have me waiting for a week to hear back from them so I really appreciate those guys uh taking the time out today to help me out and uh, help me uh level up my game you know while you're perfecting your craft I'm still trying to work on my craft when it comes to picking up chicks so one of our segments called main with mantis uh, <laughs> down here to smoother for the camera for the mic I uh we asked all of our guests I'm going to get straight to it, dude. I can't get laid. I can't get a girlfriend. You name it. You're about to be in the NFL. You probably, you have a girlfriend, so you know you know the ropes here and there. What advice do you have for me to boost up my, um, my I don't know, just whatever, we're picking up shit. I, dude, I'm like, it's just getting worse and worse every week. I know one thing. It sounds horrible, but it's the truth in the, like, in the world for real. Ready for it? Oh, God. This, hey, just this, this get rich and flex the money. You'll be straight. So That's the flex you thing, you saw it before. It's not that I... Uh... <laughs> nah, <laughs> this, hey, you said flex the money, not your arms. Oh, ta- ta- oh yeah. tape, tape a stack of hundreds to your muscles <laughs> and, just wa- and just walk around. That's funny you said that. I just got my taxes uh, in yesterday, no cap. And it's it's nice. It's a nice time. Hey, man. Hey, man, until I get signed, I might need some money, man. Hook me up, man. I'll pay you back. Hey, listen, man, listen, man. That's not how the business works. <laughs> oh, Austin's the guy that's walking around town doing like, hey, girl, I, uh, I landed a stimulus check. <laughs> See, that, the whole, this whole offseason, they tell you how to be a good player. They teach you the whole uh, business side of being a financial guy. <laughs> okay, yeah, flex, flex and get big. I will we'll give it 10 more years. See how oh, and uh, tan and wear a Speedo when you go to the beach. Ooh, hmm. yikes! I do. My legs have been looking nice from all these leg workouts. Yeah, yeah, those those two hundred lunges around the field that Justin made you do. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I had my train. Our trainer had me do two hundred lunges, a hundred each on a hundred on each leg. It took me like thirty five minutes to do. <laughs> I had a whole workout after that. I played six more right sessions. You were not only were you not only are you permanently bent, but I bet after that day you're walking around like you got bent. <laughs> I was walking around like I got like, like, like neutered. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it was bad, dog. You were walking around like you just got out of prison. Pretty yeah, dude. <laughs> Shit, shout out to my dad. Yeah, God. I've always thought about. Can you imagine I was in prison, boy? <laughs> make a TV show out of that. I mean, at this point, my my like sexual lifestyle. I'm like, you know what? Come on in. <laughs> Oh my goodness! What? I need to go. <laughs> yeah, where's Sandusky at? Where's my guy? Man, folks. 
Where's my man's? Anywho. How was it, uh, like, how did you, how was your experience at Ball State? Like, as Austin has here, what is it about the water in Muncie that scares millions of citizens away? Oh, my gosh, Muncie. I bet, I bet uh, Mantis likes Muncie local people. <laughs> no, no, but, uh, Muncie does seem normal. Oh, my God. But, no, nah, it was cool. Uh, I had a good time here. And then uh, football was obviously amazing. So, it was cool to see. I mean, when I first came here, our record was not good. And it just, like, I feel like throughout the years, if you just check it, we, like, progressed each year. And finally this year, we were able to put it all together and seal the deal. So, that was probably a big highlight. And um, I'm actually getting my master's degree after the semester, which will be cool. So I'll have two degrees going into the NFL. So that's good. And then um, I got my girlfriend here. And uh, soon to be, when I get that money, we'll, we'll talk about proposal. But, yeah, so it's, it's oh, a good time wow. here. Oh, breaking news. Antoine's proposing here soon. Something like that, yeah. You'll see. How about it? Boy, she's going to get thrilled when she hears this. Yeah, she will. Yeah, if she's gonna listen to it, make sure she subscribes to our YouTube at Young Mantis and our podcast. So just, just make sure she does that before she hears it. <laughs> but yeah, hey, that's so, one of the qualifications to get that ring. Make sure. Uh, hey, what, what, what were your degrees in? Uh, the undergrad is communications, uh, public communications emphasis, and then my master's is athletic coaching education. Because after the NFL, I wanna, uh, I wanna coach, but I feel like. I'd more want to coach the high school and youth and kind of do like private training, like gold speed, global footwork King and stuff like that. Cause um, there's uh, like where my high school is, there's no like facility or really any like big name trainers that are doing it out of there. So I'd like to go open up something and do something like that eventually after. Did I see you went to Lake central? Is that correct? Yeah. Up in the region, right? Yeah. The region. Yep. Yep. Shout out to the region rats. <laughs> Austin's got a lot of friends up in the region. I look like one. Antoine Davis, you persevered through a lot through your childhood to now. What does the term bent mean to you? Hmm. The term bent means basically the greatest of all time type of thing. Bent it can either mean that or it could mean going out and celebrating. And uh, not waking up until like noon the next day. <laughs> like our friend Colin, who celebrated his birthday the other day. Basically, that, yep, he's a prime example of getting bent. Exactly, yeah. I got bent for sure. The only difference between me and Austin is that I wake up on wake up at noon, you know, once every few months. He does it every day. So <laughs> yeah, you wake up with all your chromosomes. I don't. <laughs> Fair enough. Antoine, man, we appreciate you hopping on. I'm sure I'll see you at a workout here soon, but uh, make sure to follow Antoine Davis on social media. I underscore Antoine Davis. Follow him on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, share him on. Dude, we appreciate you being on. Appreciate you having me. Hey, is that boy bent?